Hello, Mistwalkers. Welcome to Tales from the Mists, a gothic horror series set in the demi-plains of dread, Ravenloft. The episode you're about to listen to originally aired as a live stream on twitch.tv slash dnd Although our podcast editor, Celeste Conowich, worked some true magic, our audio in season one is not ideal for podcast. But keep listening. We promise it gets better. In the meantime, let's meet our unfortunate cast. I'm TK Johnson, the Dungeon Master for Tales from the Mists. You can find me on Twitter at TKJoinsTheFray or at my website, TKJWrites.com. I'm Lisa Penrose, and I play your heart of the party, Mercy Albrecht, the Tiefling Storm Sorcerer. You can find me at MercifulDM on Twitter, uh, that's Merciful with a Y, or at LisaPenrose.com. Lisa, also spelled with a Y. Hi, my name is Kayla Klein. I play Vosley, your artificer slash wizard slash mad scientist. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I and my website, KaylaKlein.com. I'm Ashley Warren and I play Constantina of Shalomov, the Vistana Bard from Barovia. I'm an author and narrative designer and you can find all my work at AshleyWarrenWrites.com. My name is Hadil, and I play your favorite warlock with too many secrets, Vargas Blackstone. You can find me online in all forms of social media at TwittySuch, T-W-I-T-T-Y-S-U-C-H. This episode also features special guests Celeste Konowich and Dr. Megan Connell as twins Yarrow and Juniper. Find them as at C. Konowich and at Megan P-S-Y-D on Twitter, respectively. Now, don't forget to retrace those protective sigils. It's time for episode five, A Devil Makes Three. Good evening, Mistwalkers. Welcome back. Welcome to Tales from Tales from the Mists. I know what show I'm on. <laughs> Nice start. Nailed it. Thank you. Nailed it. I did it. It's a spooky campaign set in the domains of dread. With me tonight are four of our six adventurers. Uh, this is not a typical campaign. We have a rotating cast, which means we have four anchor members and then two guest members that come in every four episodes. So Kayla and Ashley are our two present anchor members. And then Dr. Megan and Celeste are our two rotating members, so they will be here until episode eight. All right, without further ado, let's get into the mists and the very serious business that transpired last night. Last night, you had a conversation with one of your party members, and she was distraught, and she trusted a grave secret to <laughs> grave secret to you. How do you feel about it the next day that you've woken up and she is no longer with you? Um, I I feel a sense of peace in her absence. Um, now that I have some context for why her hands were so cold <laughs> and what she had gone through, I, I am not surprised by her absence and I feel like there is a bigger purpose for her. So I'm actually I'm actually feeling okay. A little sad. A little bittersweet. I'm also feeling peace with this because that's one last person to deal with. <laughs> that's our characters in a nutshell. 
Yeah, that's fair. Absolutely. So when you wake up the next day and the sun begins to uh, warm the outsides of the buildings. Now, remember, there are no mirrors in the Mask Melody. So you still have like this red cast from the walls and from the lanterns as the uh, candles burn very low and the, the oil begins to sizzle up as it has run out of the the lamps. But you feel the walls getting warm as the sun cascades down upon this red painted building. And as you come to your senses in the morning and you come to accept what Pandora has told you and her absence, you notice that Mercy's palette is still empty. Completely unslept in. Uh, Vasily. Vasily awake. <laughs> yeah, she she gets up exceedingly early. Um, she kind of steps from the shadowy corner behind you. It's just like, oh, yeah. um, hello, good morning. Um, Mercy, look at her bed. Was she ever here? Did you see her last night? I mean, I was a little distracted dealing with Pandora, so I don't, don't remember her leaving. But does she do that? Yeah, she did that all the time. She left me oh. a note. Did she not leave you a note? Uh, no. I, okay, well, I will probably brood on that later. But what did the note say to you? This was fine. It was personal. I'm not going to share all of it with you. Um, okay, that's fine. So she just, did she say when she was going to be back? No, she usually isn't gone for very long when she does this, so it'll be fine. Um, okay. Well, this looks really, it doesn't really make me feel better, but I will trust you. I mean, you know Mercy better than I do, so does she, like, does she go and do, like, a, a thing? Um, does she, like, meet with people? I mean, I'm a, I'm a little bit curious. It's part of her beliefs. She's talked about them a few times, I think, with you. But I understand that you don't know everything about Mercy, like some of us. Um, I mean, that's that's fair and accurate. Well, okay. Um, I guess I will abstain from panicking. Um, I just want to, I mean, okay. Harmonia is a little weird. And I've come to terms with that. And I just worry, like, with, with, with girls who go missing, like, I just don't want that to be Mercy. But, I mean, she can Herself, right? I mean, she's got like you know, Mercy is strong enough to take care of herself. Okay, I, I mean, I think so too. But you know, I just she's so like cute and just don't want anyone to like do anything. But I guess to be honest, I'm more worried about what she would do to them than what they would do to her. So, um, well, um, shall we wake Vargas and um go get some breakfast? Fine. Yeah. He has his own. Does he have his own room? Does he have Mercy? Do we see him? By the way. Uh, everybody stayed in pretty much a big open room. Now there were curtains hung up. Vargas should be somewhere nearby. Uh, check his sleeping pallet. Vargas! And I like start pushing aside the, um, the cloth. Yeah, and as you're pushing aside cloths and singing at the top of your lungs, you see that there are some, uh, very irritable looking Vistani who are sleeping on their own pallets who roll over and just give you like the stink eye. I'm so sorry. I was looking for my friend Vargas and I'm whispering, but it's really not much okay. quieter. Yeah. It doesn't take you very long to find Vargas's pallet. Um, Vargas had uh, pretty much gone back to sleep after you all had a conversation. So you do find Vargas's pallet. <sighs> No Vargas. No um, Vargas. 
Well, vastly, I don't suppose you know Vargas better than I do, too, right? I mean, do you have you noticed any weird behavior from him? I don't know him. I don't even remember what he looks like. I mean, he's very handsome, but um, no, I mean, you don't think Vargas is very handsome? I mean, I know he has he was a little irritable with Nikolai, but they're both quite quite charming. Um, okay, well, um, let's just go get some breakfast, and maybe we can ask uh, Ruiza if she's seen. Vargas. I bet people will remember Vargas more than they remember Nikolai because he doesn't have like, you know, like a curse. So yeah. that's that's true. He is not cursed. That's what we know of, right? <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. So as you make your way out of the uh, back rooms of the masked melody, you come in and you see it's not really lit up. Um, it seems like this is a tavern that opens. A little after midday. So as you're, as you're going through there, you see mostly the staff is cleaning up. A couple of them are having a sort of lazy breakfast. Um, some, some hashed meat, uh, some pickled eggs, crusty bread, some broth, uh, and they are washing it down with ale. And they sort of give a half-hearted wave as you walk past. Rusa is near the front. Ah, Rusa, what a beautiful face first thing in the morning. And she's leaning uh, against the wall, uh, speaking a little bit with Victor and sort of like swaying back and forth. You can tell by her body language that um, she treasures these early moments. Well, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would like to... Okay, so she's talking to Victor. Mm-hmm. Is Victor... He's not also a Vistani. No, right? Victor, Victor, to your knowledge, it's hard to look at somebody and know that they are Vistani. You, sure. however, are a person who has been Vistani your whole life. So you are privileged to knowing just by the way somebody carries themselves, by the way they feel at ease in their skin or not, whether they are Vistani. And Victor is not. Okay. Well, sorry to interrupt your conversation, but we were hoping to get some breakfast. Um, Anarisa, I have a few questions for you, if you don't mind. Maybe coming to chat with me when you are finished talking with Victor? And, uh, Rusa will look over at you and... Oh, uh... Yes, I suppose I could finish up, uh... Victor, I will see you later today, and Victor will give a sort of... Mm gruff nod of his head and uh you can see his chest sort of deflate as he looks visibly relieved <laughs> oh okay good <laughs> oh i just interrupted this romantic yeah. moment <laughs> and russo will uh reluctantly come near you and we can go to the kitchen and i will get you something to eat oh thank you so much uh Vasily, i will be right back uh with some food is there something that you really like for breakfast or are you good with whatever uh, whatever. It's just, just go. Okay. Um, so I follow Ruza into the kitchen. Okay. And she, uh, there are several, like, sort of bubbling cauldrons that have been lit in the small kitchen, and they each hang from a, uh, I suppose a spit that is in this brick kitchen and it's very warm in here of course you're it's midsummer so the sun has risen and it's already humid 
hot. It's sticky. You can see a, a cook sort of dabbing her forehead with a greasy cloth and just leaving a streak of like this shiny film across her skin. And uh, she, what'll it be? Oh, um, well, I was just hoping to get some, maybe some bread and some eggs. And uh, um, she, on a little plate. she gets a, a sort of tin plate and she takes a ladle of this uh, brown gravy consistency and just, and it splorches <laughs> onto the plate and then up off. Uh, and she, one scoop or two. Um, two. And maybe on, can I have two separate plates? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine. I think Vasily will mind sharing with me. And she just fumbles and grabs like two crusts of red and sticks it into the middle of it hands it to you um this looks delectable thank you so much Mm -hmm. Russo will take it and as you look around this kitchen as she's leading you out you see that there are no utensils you're expected to just eat it with the bread yeah let's we all make do Mm -hmm. um as as i'm walking out with Rusa, i would like to slip her a little note that i wrote the night prior yeah Absolutely. Would you like to take a moment and read it to the rest of the class? Sure. Oh, I have to read a whole note in my Constantina accent, so we will see how this goes. It'll go well. I have faith in you. <laughs> okay, so the night, the night prior, before, I like to think that this happened before Pandora um, needed our assistance, um, but I had wrote a, written a note on Floruza, and I had cast illusory script on it, so it's intended only for her eyes. Comrade Ruza! I want to thank you for your hospitality. I can't tell you how good it is to be in the company of Avivistani. Despite the circumstances, I find myself homesick for Borovia. I know that longing for home is uncommon to Vistana. Do you think that is a side effect of being in a place that will not let us leave? I am sorry for my anger toward you the other night. You have to understand that it was very disconcerting to not remember things. I woke up one morning and my face was on wanted posters all over Darkon. But I know now that you are trying to help and I am forever grateful for your efforts. Despite the challenges that loom over us, I remain fixated as ever on our goal, liberation. For the bylaws of the matchbook menagerie, I would like to share my current task with you. I have learned of an artifact that could control passage through the mists. Can you imagine such a thing? It is a crown, no less, a symbol that we deride. Still, I plan to do whatever I can to obtain it. I would like the menagerie to wield it, but it may take some convincing on my end to arrange that. I am fortunate to have the company of several very keen and powerful individuals who I think could be useful toward our cause. I believe Vargas, he's the handsome one, comes from a noble bloodline. Without knowing where his allegiances lie, this could be helpful. My dear Mercy is quite the force of nature, literally. I have seen her power with my own eyes. I am hoping she will teach me some fire spells. You know how much I have been working on that to little success. But truly, it is Vasily with whom I am very intrigued. She is a scientist, and I am wondering now if some of our goals can be answered with science rather than magic or politics. I would love to bring her to one of our meetings. I witnessed a terrible event last night regarding a werewolf where, obviously not a werewolf, and I feel more strongly than ever that Ravenloft's most wicked monsters are not, in fact, cursed creatures like us. It is those who cast curses upon others. We are cursed here in Harmonia, and beyond, forced to live an existence that we do not control. Do you see that others, like unwilling vampires and werefolk, live similarly? I think it is time to recruit beyond our own communities. Last night I dreamt of legions. I feel in my gut that the dream was a sign of our impending uprising. Please send my regards to the commander. 
with fire and fortitude. CLA. Those are my initials. All right. Uh, Rusa. Actually, let me, can, let me check real quick to see whether or not she notices. <laughs> okay. Just set the DC for me. Um, 12. She does notice that you have slipped something into your, her pocket, and though she cannot tell by the weight of it what it is, she gives you a sort of timid smile and then plops the plate onto the onto a nearby clear table and inclines with her hands that you should sit and then walks away. Thank you so much. Vasily, I have breakfast for us. It is my eternal pleasure. <laughs> Uh, to her dismay, Victor seems to have walked away from his post. Sorry. Juniper and Yarrow. Victor is outside speaking with you. You have delivered a package and a letter to him. How long have you been waiting? Uh, what time of day is it? It's uh, morning, so the sun rose maybe an hour ago. Probably about an hour then. I yeah. think we're we're very prompt. We we rise with the sun as mm. we always have, yeah. and uh, have been waiting. Some of us more patiently than others. <laughs> Which one of you is the more patient one? I would say me. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking hopefully at the door. Yeah, uh, Bertolt sent you with instructions to gather the adventurers and the Vistani that they the Vistana that they travel with, so that the group can be outfitted. And you haven't seen them. Um, uh, Victor, uh, did you see, happen to see a group of, um, strange people inside there? We're waiting out here for people and just wondering if, if... Yeah, I thought that they were, like, supposed to help us with the job. And Victor sort of sighs and rolls his shoulders and inside, just, uh, I'll close the door real slow. Oh, just go inside then. Okay. Unless you want to wait outside. Uh, no, I would outside. love it. But I guess we got to go in where they are, because they're making us wait forever. Uh, yeah, let's, let's go inside. Okay. <laughs> okay. And as you walk through the door of the Masked Melody, have either of you been in the Masked Melody before? It is an opium den. No. No. <laughs> I had to ask before, like, you were like, yes, we come here all the time. I'd be like, it's an opium den. <laughs> So, you enter the Masked Melody, and you see the this circular arch, the round arch, um, and painted bricks. And you go in, and it's very dim in here. It's You would not know this, but it's always very dim in the Masked Melody. And there is a smell of uh, incense and spices and jasmine oil. And you can see all of the, the candles have burned down real low. It's just very smoky and, and dark and dusky in here. Uh, a hive of scum and villainy, if you will. I want to touch everything. You are free to touch whatever <sighs> you desire. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated. Running my finger like along the grimy bar. Oh, you're gonna. Uh, I don't want to. The bar it. is very sticky. Uh, there's there are a lot of ales and wines that are typically uh, sold from here, and hardly to people that are sober, sober or coordinated. So it's it's a very sticky. There's a film. On it that you can see your fingerprints in when you lift your hand. Oh, this is amazing. Um, I'm going to look around and see who's in here. I want to see all the people. All the people that are in here are people that work. So it is very much 
the uh, moments before a restaurant opens. <laughs> a lot of uh, Vistani that are dangling cigars out of their mouths or pipes. Um, very sleepy-eyed. A lot of the Vistani women who serve the tables don't have their makeup on yet. It's just... It's a day. Animal. Yeah, it's a day. <gasps> oh, um, I'm confused. What's all the press about this place? Um, I, I'm not really sure. I never wanted to go inside, um, but now we're inside and it's <laughs> wow. And you Dude. can see all of the, the pipes, the opium pipes lined in the back. Okay. I don't think I understand what that is, mm-hmm. but they're really cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect. All right. Um, do we see anybody inside that looks like the, the people we met the day before when we were talking with Bertolt? Yes, you can see uh, two people who are sitting at a table and sort of, I wouldn't say that they stick out, but one of them is, one of them is Vistana, but she's clearly a different vi- clan from this Vistani. Though she is olive skinned, she wears riding boots, uh, men's trousers, a jacket, several scarves. She just doesn't seem as though she, f- she is the same clan. These are more of a, um, if we were in Europe, they would be more of like a lower Spain, uh, Barcelona. Got it. Uh, well, I would like to bound right up to that table and uh, stick my hand out, like fully extended, sort of in the middle of both of them. and go, I'm Yaro. We met yesterday. Juniper is going to just kind of slowly walk up <laughs> behind Yaro, just be- letting her do the talking. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I reached out my hand. <laughs> oh, I, I lace my hand with yours, like my finger with yours, and just hold your hand. My finger is r- kind of gross because I'm like eating breakfast. <laughs> Yaro's hands are also gross. Yeah, Yaro, <laughs> she Yaro touched is everything in this bar. <laughs> perpetually dirty, also. Um, so, Vasily and Constantina, you met Juniper and Yaro briefly the day before, but Juniper and Yaro, what do they see when they see you? What do you look like? Do you want to go first? I was going to say, I'll let you go first since you okay. approach the table first. Okay. Uh, yeah. So um, Yaro is a half-elf. Uh, she's sort of small-ish for her size. She's frequently mistaken for a dirty teenage boy, which she finds so embarrassing, but she doesn't really understand how to process that. Um, so she's got kind of tangled, curly, dark hair um, that has flowers that have been lovingly stuck into it. Uh, she's dressed for maximum comfort, so like brown clothing that just looks really loose Uh, around her neck she has uh, strings of what look like little pieces of glass or shells uh, really shiny things that she's collected strung together Uh, other than that she has a pack that has some stuff just thrown in it that's that's sort of it she also has a a streak of dirt just across one cheek that she can never just seem to get rid of perfect and Juniper is dressed in uh, leather armor and uh, very practical clothing. You'll notice that it's all patterned to blend in, uh, so different shades of greens and browns. And uh, she's got similar uh, short curly hair, but she's actually dyed parts of it as well, so it's not a consistent shade of brown. Uh, the one big distinctive feature of her, though, she has very big glasses on and a pretty significant scowl behind the glasses. Um, kind of fiddles with them a little bit. Okay. Absolutely. And uh, Vasily, what is your first impression of these two that have approached the table? I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. Um, I would like to immediately slap both 
both of their intertwined hands away from the food, like oh. smack. Oh, oh, okay. And I just scowl. Yeah. No, I just wanted to say, um, you smell very nice. <laughs> Are you saying that too to Constantina? No, to to Vasily. Oh yeah, she's <laughs> just like. Ugh. Constantino, what is, what are these? What did you do? First of all, these are people. Um, and I know you don't really like people, but sometimes they exist, you know, beyond you. And we met them yesterday. I mean, I know things have been kind of like hectic since we came to Harmonia, but, um, I mean, and I, I turned to, to our new friends. It's, it's so nice to like actually make, make your acquaintance. Would you like some breakfast? Communal pile. Yeah. Uh, I want to sit down at the table, like, really close and just look around. I don't think I've ever... It's like brunch. Kind of, right? (laughs) We're going to kind of just gingerly sit down and kind of eyeing everyone. And We're supposed to go and help uh, Birdholt. That's right. What time is it? Uh, About one hour exactly past dawn. Not that anyone's counting. Or has been waiting. Outside for a while. Since then. <laughs> but anyway, we're supposed to take you uh, and get some supplies and, and, and see if you're you're all set to go out with the search party. Um, sure. I mean, we were looking for our friend Vargas. Have you seen a, a very handsome man um, leave the, the masked melody anytime soon? I don't know if you were outside and may have seen him, but we don't know where he went. Did we see anyone earlier? <laughs> Roll me perception since you've been outside. Since dawn. Okay. Oh, very good. Not so good for me. Uh, at 22. You did see a very handsome man leave the mask melody this morning. Okay. Then I think when you say that, Yarrow blushes and then looks down at the table. Uh, yeah. I think I, um, saw someone like that earlier. Oh, um, okay. Well, that's good that he left on, you know, his own volition. So, um, and he wasn't just like, you know, taken by a creepy monster. So, um, okay. Well, lastly, that sounds, that sounds okay, right? I mean, should we be worried? I don't really know what normal behavior is like for Vargas. I don't know. I don't, she's like very like, oh God, she's so gross out right now. Um, she's scooting as far away from the little dirty one as she can get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and- just smiling at you. <laughs> um, and then she kind of so like she's scooting away from the little dirty one and she's scooting a little closer to Constantina because she's like this is the lesser of all the evils here um, <laughs> she, she like leans into Constantina and she was like what, do, what did we agree to do again because she totally did not she doesn't oh. remember any of this she was just like like if you think of Vosley's memories it's like the adults and Charlie Brown talking and everything's blurry <laughs> except like Mercy's face is in focus and she can only hear when Mercy talks so I mean we, we had to go help uh well I actually think Mercy agreed on our behalf to go help Bertolt find um his wife is missing and we thought that that might be related to uh, Lisa Craig you know, being brutally murdered. And then, remember Nikolai told us about, like, that cool, you know, that crown that will let us, like, do things in the mist. So, um, I don't know. We, there's, like, a few things that I think we could maybe just, like, knock out if we go and do this. Um, her her name is Amal, and and she was really nice. Who? Amal? Woman who's Bertolt's missing? Wife. And that's wife. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, okay, fine. And if Mercy said we're, we're doing it, I guess we're doing it. But I'm not touching either of those. 
that's okay. I think we can probably proceed without, you know, touching each other. And I, I pinch vastly as I say that. Just on the arm. Uh, Yaro puts her hands in her lap and she's like, okay. Are you going to finish breakfast? I'm done. I just, I shove it towards everyone else. Juniper <laughs> puts a hand on Yaro's shoulder. It's like, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. I want to scoot closer to you. <laughs> Um, and I think I smell the food and I'm like, oh, actually, I'm fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably for the best. What did it taste like when you ate it, Constantina? <laughs> it, I'm not, I don't have the most discerning palate, so mm-hmm. I don't know if it was fine. I just tasted like gravy and kind of some soggy bread. And yeah. It just tasted like the color brown. <laughs> and uh, Vasily, what was the unpleasant aftertaste? Tasted kind of leathery. Mm. Leather. With like a weird like earwax note. Yeah, for sure. Like it's nice. It had that waxy like texture. Yeah, there's like a film on the back of your teeth. Mm. Yeah, you're welcome. Gross. Enjoy your free your continental <laughs> breakfast. It's like old fruit leather. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's the plan? Shall we go get some supplies? I mean, we did have someone who um, agreed to uh, outfit our excursion yeah um. victor is standing in the doorway and he has not approached the table but he is holding a package in his hands that juniper and yarrow gave him oh oh victor and he'll he'll slowly sort of stalk to the table and then uh plop the package down on the table and then pick up the plate with the gravy on it <laughs> anything else i don't know if i would do- okay uh, no, I think we're good. Thank you. Uh, she wants to stick out her hand. Uh, and he irritably stalks <laughs> back to the kitchen. <laughs> okay. I'm still hanging. Okay. <laughs> Alright, there's a oh. package and a letter on this table. Um, I guess I pick up the letter before okay. anyone else touches it and makes it gross. <laughs> yeah, it's probably gonna get gross. <laughs> Well, Yarrow and Juniper carried that letter and package all the way here. Uh, Which one touched it? Who touched the letter? I probably probably was carrying it. Okay, yeah. It has has Yarrow's fingerprints on it. Okay, uh, retroactively, can I have put on my Tinkerer's gloves before I picked that up? Absolutely not. Okay. Oh. Okay, well, whatever. I am God in this world. (laughs) (laughs) I I, uh, I opened the probably sticky, disgusting letter. Oh, it's not sticky. She wasn't touching the bar when she had it, so it's just disgusting. And as a consolation, I smell actually very nice. I'm just, like, dirt dirty. Well, that's fine. I'm just used to things being clean because I've been around Mercy. (laughs) 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 All right. So... You open this letter and you see that it is written in an elfish hand, like everything else in Kartakis. I'm probably holding it upside down. <laughs> You're not holding it upside down. <laughs> I can't read it. Uh, do you, um, do you know how to read? Why don't you just read it out loud for everyone at the table? And she just hands it back to you. All right. <laughs> Juniper, when you read this letter, you see that it is a missive from the Meistersinger. It is a missive from the Meistersinger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he is requesting your presence at his manor. Ooh, uh, oh. the, the party or us included? 
specifically the party, but half the people who, uh, it, it makes reference to a battle with undead the day before. Oh boy. So half that party is gone. Oh. Does oh. somebody need help? Um, <laughs> Yaro, looks like we we might have a way to go and let you see some of the fancy people. <gasps> okay. I've never gotten a letter from, I, I mean, this letter is for you, but this is Look how nice this paper is. It is specifically it is specifically directed in the header, My Lady Vistana. Oh, I think this is for you. I'm gonna slide it over towards Constantina. Thank you so much. Thank thank you for um translating. I might need you to read a little bit more because I do not know what I think is Elvish. Uh, so Juniper would come over and kind of frustratingly adjust her glasses and mm-hmm put her finger on the paper and start reading it aloud over yeah. her shoulder. Yeah, and it is, My Lady Vistana, it would seem that your prowess has earned you legendary status within our fair city. I would be delighted if you would join me for a noonday meal. Oh. Please bring your party, and we may discuss how you can further help Harmonia. Hmm. Eternally grateful, Meister Singer Cleus. Yes. Hmm. What That's are you going to wear? Alright, so finally get dressed up. Well, I mean if she wants to meet today, I mean I don't know how we are going to do um, you know, our excursion to find to help Bertolt and then also go to the Meister Singer, like uh I mean I don't know Bertolt. It's urgent. Sure. <sighs> Do we know what time the search party is planning to roll out? Like, were we given instructions? Like, have them back here to meet us at this certain time. Bertolt is going to assemble the party and probably have them around here around midday. Noonday meals, they're usually what we would consider to be closer to 10 o'clock. It's like low tea. And it's not really on a timetable or anything. And you know that Bertholdt has assembled up to 20 people for this. 20 people who, yeah, 20 people who have to leave their shops, taverns, jobs, guard shifts. Got it. Yeah. Um, uh, I think we, we could do both. I mean, Juniper, don't you think we could see the house and maybe go to a nice meal and, uh, Juniper's gonna look over at Yarrow and see how excited she is, and just a little, like, first time you've ever seen her, like, crack a smile, and just, okay. Uh, and yeah, and she's gonna squeeze your arm and look, look at everybody else. And then as well, there is a package on the table. I look at Constantina, like, I'm not Okay, I mean, do you two mind if I open the package? No, please do, I'm dying of curiosity. <laughs> okay, me too. And I open it. It's not for us. Now, Juniper and Yarrow... You were handed this letter by a messenger who came to the Masked Melody and gave it to you while it was closed to give to the party. You do not remember how you got this package. Yeah, uh, just might want to open it like a little bit away from you. We actually have no idea what's in it. Yeah. um, Oh, well, I kind of like smush it a little bit. Does it feel... It is a box wrapped in brown paper and twine. I like shake it. <laughs> okay. And as you shake it, you can hear what is that? 
when you shake it and you hold it up to your head. And you listen a little closer and there's just this... I'm just fucking with you. No. <laughs> no, there's a... there's. It's what sounds like cloth pushing up against a little wooden box. <laughs> I mean, it, sound, it, it sounds harmless enough, so uh, I'm just gonna tear into it. <laughs> what if it was a bomb, though? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that just changed everything. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I had so much Mountain Dew today. I'm just a little punchy. <laughs> okay. And when you open it, it is a uh, velvet sack. Ooh. And what's in the You sack? open the velvet sack, and it looks like a bundle of gold coins. <gasps> oh. Oh. Interesting. And a small scripted note. I pick up the note. Does it look... I'm going to open it. It's elvish. <gasps> oh, me, 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 me. Okay. Uh, I'll take it and I'll read it. Okay. Proudly. And it says, My Lady Vistana, please accept this token of my appreciation for our brave heroes who will vanquish the evil that has taken our youngsters from the streets of Harmonia. Believe me when I say that I expect nothing in return except your good faith. Love eternal, Acriel. Oh, I'm really yeah. good at voices, huh? So, what's the plan? We can go either way. We can go both. or I don't know. We've got all day, really. <laughs> I don't know. Vasily's like looking at Constantina like, Mercy's gone. You're the next most energetic one. Where are we going? Like, oh, that's a little giving you. No, we're best friends, Vasily. Um, okay, so. No, no. Well, how, okay, I'm going to pick up the money. This mm-hmm. feels like a lot of coin mm-hmm. for Constantina. Making me a little nervous. Vasily, do you want to maybe hold on to our very generous uh, donation from Acriel for the time being? And then when when our friends jo- rejoin us, we can maybe like you know split it up accordingly. I, I don't really know what to do with the sum of money. I mean, we can use it, I guess, to outfit the the excursion. But maybe we should go deal with the Maester Singer first. No, I, I I think we should just go do something. Okay. So I mean, I I need to keep busy and get back. So whatever you want to do. And Bosley takes the coins and sticks them in her jacket. Perfect. Yeah, when you pick it up, let's just say with your um, uh, wizard intellect, you can just magically guess that there's roughly 250 gold pieces inside of it. I like, yeah, when I take it, I shake a little bit. I'm like, yeah, 250. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like your divine or your divination senses are just future sight. (laughs) By the way, Vasily, before we get on the road with this, did you protect? Did you prepare your spells last uh, night? I didn't. I didn't prepare anything different. Okay, I'm just asking if you looked over the spell book. Yes, okay. I do that every morning. I get up early um, and look over my spell book and tinker a little bit. Quick flashback to that moment when you're looking over your spell books. You had a nightmare last night, didn't you? And you woke up and you felt different. You felt like your essence was somehow changed. How do you think it changed, Vasily? I think it it would it feels like I remembered some things that maybe were locked in my subconscious. You did remember something. Yeah. You remembered that 
there is a spell that you know intuitively in the roughly second level area that was bestowed upon you when you became a tiefling. I do know that. And by second level, I mean third level, actually. But yes, <laughs> you do have, you do now have an inherent third level ability that you can use once a day and refresh with a long rest. And that is animate dead. Ooh. There you go. Spoops. <laughs> Very spoops. So are we going to brunch? Yes! Cucumber sandwiches! It's all Yara's ever wanted. (laughs) Yes, and let's go meet the Meister Singer. I don't really know a whole lot about him, but, you know, some of us, Vistana, I like, you know, hear rumor about him, so I don't really know what to expect. Are you both, are you two from Harmonia? Harmonia region. Uh, okay, so from Karatakas? Yes. Yes. Okay, Definitely. a little bit of a weird response, to be honest. I mean, okay, I, I'm learning that a lot of people come to Harmonia in kind of weird ways. So, I mean, does that apply to you too? Like, did you intend to come to Harmonia? Uh, yeah, we, we just don't spend a lot of time in town. We prefer nature. Understood. Okay, that, that makes sense. So um, this so is you, all very exciting. Sure. So you probably don't know much about the mice we singer either, then, right? No. Can't say we've ever been invited to his house. Anything? Or anything. <laughs> ever? Well, um, <laughs> that's what we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, Juniper and Yarrow, you know that the Meister singer is a sort of timid man who rarely leaves his manor. Hmm. Yeah, I, uh, he, he's sort of a recluse from, from what we've heard, but... Um, I don't know. I, I don't like to judge people until I meet them, uh, since I meet so few. Fair enough. <laughs> um, okay, well, why don't we make our way over there, and then afterward we can join up with Bertolt and the rest of the party. Does that sound good? Mm-hmm. All right. So, when you leave the mass Melody, uh, you step out into the sun, and there is not a cloud in the sky. It's just clear, blue, bright. It's got that early... Early, early morning, high summer humidity, where you can feel the sweat as it doesn't leave your skin, and it starts to coat the backs of your necks, the undersides of chins, the insides of arms and thighs. It is only a five-minute walk to the Meister Singer's Mansion, but it feels like it takes forever. The humidity is so high that you almost feel like you're swimming. Now, when you walk through this mosaic tile um, roads, you see that the undead have been cleared pretty efficiently. Like, there's no sign that there was even a battle here, except for a few cracked and broken mosaic tiles where Pandora slammed her magical sword into the road. Good times. (laughs) Other than that, you wouldn't even know that there was a battle here. They cleaned up very quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. So, when you reach the high walls outside of the tower, that is the Meistersinger's Mansion, and you pass uh, Harmonia Hall, which is a bardic college, you see it's very ornate, but sturdy, and there seems to be a a fortress. That's what it makes you think of, is a fortress, not a mansion. Mm -hmm. And there are a couple guards at the door, and uh, a very um, harried-looking 
man sort of rubbing his hands outside the door. And when he catches sight of you, Constantine, he, oh, uh, Milady Vistana, please, uh, are you, are you here for the, uh, the noonday meal? Are you here for that? Are you, are you the Vistana? Uh, you look alike. You all look alike. Are you the Vistana? <laughs> I, I am. Thank you so much for recognizing me. I am Constantina. Good. I have yes, yes. Good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Uh, uh, please, inside, please. You're already late. Please, inside. Oh, okay. I'm sorry about that. I just I just got the message, so we came as And he checks his side. pocket watch again. Yes, please, 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 please. Hurry, hurry, please. Uh, okay. Um, we should probably get going, so I... <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> Does everybody go through the, uh, yeah. the gate? <laughs> As yeah, Vasily, like, turns to, like, glare at him as she walks by him. Okay. And he, he's not even looking at you. He's looking at a, a silver pocket watch in his hand. And he straightens up his suit and his cravat. And he... Please, yes. Through the door. Yes, please. And when you when you go through the, the gate and you see there's this octagonal wall and a uh, a moat inside of town. And it is about 15 feet across. And the... Uh, this tower raises up on a 20-foot high uh, mound of earth. And you look over into the moat and it's filled with this murky water. And your eyes trace these intricate carvings in the shimmering marble walls with these weeping cherubs and harps and trumpets. At the center of this fortress is a shining spiral of ivory that is dotted with hundreds of sparkling blue stones as large as your fist. There Ooh. are some signs, however, that even this tower has fallen into disrepair. What are they? Starting with Vasily. How can you tell that this tower has fallen into disrepair? Um, there's quite a few <coughs> crumbled bits down there at the base of it, I'd say, that you can see fell off from different parts throughout. There's like, you know, where you can see where it cracked and fell and crumbled along the bottom. Juniper, how can you tell? Juniper's keeping her eye up high to look for um, archers, other defenses up high. As she's looking up, she notices uh, small bits of the roof have been patched. Uh, they're different colors. They don't quite match the rest of things that are around. Mm -hmm. Constantina, how can you tell? Um, it looks like there are some cracks in the ceiling a little bit um, that show kind of the, the some of the structure has kind of moved or, or settled. Um, mm. So it doesn't look super stable in some areas. Or oh, just yeah. Yarrow, how can you tell? Uh, I think the grounds are just an absolute mess. Like they haven't been maintained or the plant life hasn't been cut back at all. So there's weeds growing out of the path and just uh, just hedges and everything are just askew and all over the place. It's just a mess uh, down below. Yeah, absolutely. And you can definitely tell where some of these stones have been pried out of the wall. Um, when the Seneschal knocks on the door, it kind of off of its hinges a little, and then he opens it and does a very grand gesture to lead you inside. Oh, okay. I, I'm looking at Juniper, like, wide-eyed and nodding my head. I don't think I know why, but just, this is what it's like. Ah, yeah, <laughs> All right, absolutely. The four of you enter. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The four of you enter this um, round room as it is a spiraled tower. And it is a round room with a, uh, there's no fireplace, but there are some rugs out. And a. it is all around a central hearth where a fire pit is set into the center of the floor and an arcing chimney that goes straight up. It's just a um, a brick 
tunnel that goes straight up and you see a spiraling staircase that stops at a door along the right side. Altogether, you would say this is probably a 50 foot across room. Now, on the other side of this fire pit is a desk where a man sits tearing into cold chicken and just ripping the meat off the bone and kind of wiping grease onto a little napkin and and he stands up and you see that this is a an Ichabod crane of a man, a, a skinny little man with knobby elbows and knees with rough parts at the seams. And uh, he straightens his own jacket and he scratches his uh, five o'clock shadow and ah, thank you, Ezra, that will be all. And Ezra curtly bows and backs out of the room and closes it behind him. And this knobby-kneed man stalks around the side of the table and, hello. Uh, Yaro's hand is going to start creeping up to, like, extend out towards him, but she's not sure. So she just really slowly reaches it out and is holding it out midair. And he um, looks at your hand and then uh, takes a clean handkerchief and wraps his hand in it and... He closes these long spindly fingers around your hand and you can hear each of the knuckles pop as he closes it around your hand and he gives you one vigorous jerk and then lets go, wipes his hands on his handkerchief and sticks it back in his pocket. I'm Yarrow. You have a uh, a lovely home. Yes, yes I do. Uh, you are uh, the Lady Vistana? Oh, speaking to no. speaking to Yarrow. Oh, oh uh, no. All right. You. You are speaking to Juniper. You are the Lady Vistana? No, I'm Juniper. This won't do. Which which of you... <laughs> and then, like, peers at Vasily for a moment, and it... No, no. You. You are the Lady Vistana. Ah, that is correct. Perfect. Come come with me. Come with me. Come with me. Walk with me, please. Okay. Um, can my friends join us? Uh, certainly. You... Your company is their company, I suppose. I suppose. Oh, um, great. So we will continue. And uh, he leads you over to the table where he was eating. And he sits himself down and he continues eating without offering you a seat or offering you any food. Oh, um, well, this is a very interesting place that you invited me to. And I'm, um, I'm curious why there is a fortress in a place like Harmonia. He uh, bites into a chicken thigh and you hear a, like a, a squishy, vicious rip. I never know who my enemies are. <laughs> um, do you are you a man who has many enemies? All Meister singers have enemies, especially those as talented as powerful as I am. Um, okay. Well, obviously not very humble. Um, but maybe I have no need um, of humility when you are as Good as I am. Um, and what is your art? What is your um, performance of choice? And he, <laughs> all Meister singers are bards. Okay, well, I am also a bard, so it's great to meet other, you know, people who have a, you know, reverence for music and art. Um, do you sing? Do you play an instrument? I tire of this. And he wipes his hand down and uh, slides the chicken off of the edge of the table, and it clatters and then you hear that chicken do a wet splat against the floor, and a maid wordlessly comes by, sweeps it up, and walks out. 
I'm just going to lean over to Naro and just say, you always have to watch out for ones that like to do a show of force early on. In why, would, why would he waste food? <laughs> I'm just, I'm... Yeah. Does Yara say that out loud? Uh, but in Elvish. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what Juniper and Yaro definitely know about Kartakis is that anybody who can read in Kartakis can read Elvish, but they speak Kartakin. Perfect. Then we are definitely speaking in Elvish. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you guys have been here long enough to know that Kartakin is like a strange amalgamation of Vistani, Elvish, and human, but it's kind of like... Is being it like able the of languages sort of yeah it's being it's like being able to speak uh spanish in a town that only uses esperanto so yeah um and he will look at uh constantina and he'll let's get down to back brass tacks shall we um yes that's a good idea you killed undead in this town uh i mean i helped i had friends who Admittedly, did more damage than I did, but I'm sure. Sure, sure. You killed undead in this town. You uh, rescued our our population from this undead scourge, and and you have reason to believe that what that there are more undead. Um, I mean, we we think so. We don't really know where the other ones came from, so they are were there. These, and- are these undead taking these young people from my town? Um, that we don't actually know yet, but we are preparing to go out on a search party. So, I mean, once I have more information I can share with you. Are you the leader of Harmonia? Is that I kind am. Of what I am the Meister Singer. And how are you given that position? Is it something you learn, or is it the birthright, or like, how does one become a Meister Singer? You earn it through righteous bardic combat. Oh, okay. I mean, that sounds pretty cool. So, what does that mean? Does that mean there's like a, you know, battle of the bards? Or like, do you, can you be contested? Do you have like a a term limit? Why are you after my power? Oh, oh, please, no. Um, I'm just more just curious about... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Please, Please, no. (laughs) Sweetie, no. Mm. I've seen who does your nails. Absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah, this is what it's like to be the Meister Singer. No, no, yeah, thank you. I'm just gonna... <laughs> um, no, I'm just, I'm just always you know, curious about um, governance in different places, and um, I don't know. I found, I feel like I've met lots of different people in Harmonia um, who, you know, have different experiences of living here. So I'm just was curious what your role is in um, this interesting city. Um, but I can see that you are worried about the people who have gone missing. And to be honest, so are my friends. So, um, I mean, if you have any information you can give us that would help us on our in our search, I would be glad to exchange some information with you when we would return. Uh, could the other three of you roll me perception real quick and let me know what you get in just a moment. And he will uh, drum his fingers on the table. Where do you plan to travel with this party? Sort of ignoring your question. I'm not exactly sure. I mean, uh, do you know a man named Bertolt? Um, Bertolt is actually organizing um, the search, but we, I think, are going out into the forest, potentially. Um, I don't... I'm sorry, ah, I know. Bertolt. Yes. Older hunter used to be something. Married a young thing. Heard she left him. Um, according to Bertolt, she um, was taken, or something has something bad has happened to her. So... I would like to give him the benefit of the doubt. 
the pitiful will make any excuse. He's not pitiful. He's a good person. Of course he is. I think Yarrow is sort of crouching. <laughs> yeah, how does that bit. make Yarrow feel? Not good. Uh, there are very few people in Yarrow's life that she can trust and have been kind to her. So she she starts to get pretty angry Yeah, immediately. And you see him drumming his fingers on this desk. And it's not unlike watching spiders dance against this desk. What are your mm. perception checks? Uh, I got a 19. Okay. I rolled a 12, but my passive is 21. Oh, you will never roll lower than your <laughs> passive, so just just what? say you got a 21. How is that possible? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is... <whew. laughs> uh, Vosley? 17. Perfect. Every single one of you noticed that there is a lump behind a tapestry. Can I... Except Constantina, who is engaged in conversation. During the conversation, can I kind of, like, slowly shuffle over there and, like, pull the tapestry aside? When you pull the tapestry aside, and let me check something on him real quick. <laughs> he does not notice you do that. When you pull the tapestry aside, you see that there is a young teenage boy lurking behind it. Oh, I dropped the tapestry immediately. <laughs> to hide him, or? Yeah, like back over. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you can see his little feet are, like, poking out underneath the tapestry. Were we all close enough to see? Yeah, every single one of you that was looking in that direction could notice. Like... You probably noticed that, like, his feet were back there, or, like, he was getting, like, antsy about it, and, like, his hands were, like, on the wall or something. Um, but all of you, all three of you noticed that Vasily pulled that tapestry back, saw a kid there, and then pushed it back. Yeah, she, like, him. pushed it back and turned around immediately, walked back over to where she was, She's like... Uh, is it normal to keep children concealed behind tapestries, or should we be concerned... Are you asking the Meistersinger that? I think I'm asking the room. Oh. <laughs> Every, anyone. When you say that, he immediately slams his hand on his table and stands up, Adonis! And the teenage boy comes out from behind the tapestry. What do you think you're doing? And uh, his son will. Well, I just thought that maybe I could join the search party. Uh, uh, all the girls are going missing and my, my friend went missing too. Francis has been gone for weeks. And the Meister Singer just wordlessly orders him to leave the room with a single point. And you see his little shoulders hunch and he walks out. Oh, well, who is Francis? Is, is she going? Um, the Meister Singer, when, when Adonis leaves, the Meister Singer will tell you Francis is uh, some laundress's son. Oh, and, and Francis is also gone. Missy? I can't keep track of every teenager that leaves. So, okay, you. You did seem concerned that some people were being taken or some people went missing. Taken. And then you seem not concerned about other people. So what, um, what is your, what is your, in, where do your interests lie? And actually, I'm going to cast friends on him. <laughs> okay, remember what happens when friends is over. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm slow, I'm gonna do it. Okay. And that I mean, lasts for I'm a minute. A <laughs> Sorry, Yara, uh, go ahead. Oh, no, I just, I, I got your back if we want to fight this clown. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was going to say, Juniper's, as soon as he started bad talking, Berthold, she's giving him death glares. Yeah, it's okay. impossible for me to make the likable NPCs. <laughs> I don't Sorry, know, Teenage Boy was cute. Yeah. Yeah, Adonis is a sweetie. <laughs> he must be protected. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh like that. So. <laughs> You do you. 
So do I need to roll anything for friends or is it instant? You don't. So all it does is it just gives me advantage on charisma related. Okay. Roles. And it is for a minute. Um, correct. Fantastic. All right. So what do you say to him? Look, I think we have similar goals here. Do you mind giving me a little bit more information about where your interests lie? And he kind of straightens his shoulders and he's, you're right. I haven't been particularly gentlemanly with you. Uh, I suppose between bards, it couldn't hurt. I'm looking for something. Okay. It's an artifact of some power. I am too powerful for merely harmonia, and I would like to transfer to Scald. I could use a powerful bard here in my stead. What do you think? You bring me the crown of souls, and I could make sure that harmonia is yours to come and go as you please. Um... I will think about it, but why don't you tell me a little bit more about the artifact? Um, where do you think it is located? And he thinks about it. Well, I don't really know. There are some legends, uh, something catacombs? I don't... And he sort of gets like a, like a clouding over in his eyes. Do you remember to put a hand in front of Yaro? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just, uh, he just gets a far away look. Hmm. Oh, you look very wistful. Um, is it a, do you have a memory of this place? Catacombs? Here in Harmonia? Uh, Hopefully in Caracas? I've been doing research. Catacombs? Hmm. And he just keeps looking off. He just keeps looking off. Okay, well, I can maybe work with that. Can I do an insight check? Anybody on- anybody is free to do an insight or an arcana check. Yeah. Ooh. I want to do arcana. Absolutely. <laughs> this dice is the best. And I didn't tell you, uh, oh. Megan and Celeste, I am one of those DMs where if you want to make a roll, tell me. Because okay. I won't sure. I won't be offended if you're like, I want to insight this dude. <laughs> it's like now. he's just trying to sell you <laughs> eggs. You're right, yeah. that one's cursed. Okay. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, That's what they eggs. all said. Yeah, okay, eggs. <laughs> yeah, okay, what do we got? Nat one. Oh, no! I got a dirty 20. Dirty 20. I got a 23. 23. Okay, <laughs> Yaro, with a dirty 20 for your insight, it seems like it's not that he can't remember because he's been there. He can't remember because whoever told him this information told it in a way that made it so he can't remember. Mm-hmm. This is not his own memory that he's speaking from. So I suspect he's been magic. Yeah, for for insight, you suspect he has been magic to forget. Vasily, you know not only that he's been magic to forget, but he is, un- he is under some manner of m- enchantment that forces him to not remember and forces him to try not to remember. Do I know how to break the enchantments? A dispel magic should do. Uh, I'm going to whisper over to Juniper uh, in Elvish that I think somebody has magic his mind. Uh, he, he's been made to forget. I don't trust him. I, I thought this would be fun. I'm not having any fun. Constantina, I'm going to tell you, you have 30 seconds of your friends left. Well, I want to know. Nice to see you. <laughs> um, Thank you. 
have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, do, what do you plan to do with the crown of souls? And he he uh, snaps out of this sort of like glassy eye look and he, well, I'll, I'll become Meister Singer of Scald and then you could become Meister Singer of Harmonia. I could make sure it happens. So how does the crown help you do that? What does the crown do? Oh, it gives you unimaginable power or so I've heard. Uh, it could it could make me change the thoughts of people around me. It could amplify my magic. It could open the borders. Um, okay. And, and, and you want to hold on to this artifact. Do you know anyone better? That's actually not an unfair question at the moment. I can think of at least five right now. Yeah. Oh, I can God. think of yeah. four people in this room and a teenage boy. I've met, <laughs> met some really nice dogs. Yeah. Um, um, tell me a little bit about your son. Um, he Would you be opposed to having him help us on our search if we promise to keep him safe? Adonis can't leave the manor. Who will be Meister Singer if he leaves? What if so something happens to me? I mean, God forbid, right? Um, but, um, I mean, I thought it was something that people earn, but that's not a little, like, nepotism. So, as, I mean, is this oh, as much as anyone can earn anything when it comes to noble titles. Okay. So, are you considered a noble family here in Harmonia? And at that, his nose starts to bleed. And he looks up at you. <laughs> what did you do? I, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you okay? Um, does somebody have a magic to me? Me? I didn't know such witchcraft. Um, I am not a witch. I'm a bard. We've already established this. Um, here I have a handkerchief. Um, the guard will have your head for this. And he stands up, and you start to feel a trembling in the ground. Good. I'm. (laughs) I'm going to um cast whole person on him. Oh no. Yeah. I will I will allow you that as he is in the he is in the midst of ca- casting a spell that Vasily would recognize as shatter. <laughs> so I need you I'm gonna roll a D twenty and you're gonna roll a D twenty and we're gonna see whose spell goes off first. <laughs> he got a nine. Oh. oh Okay. And as his hands have slammed onto the table your magic starts to take hold and his arms shoop to his side. What does hold person look like for a bard? Well, he has to make it, we have to roll a wisdom saving Okay. Throw, so there's still a chance that he could. What is it? It's a 15. Got a 14. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cleric now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he rolled a 13 and he gets a plus one to wisdom. So he got a 14. <laughs> Tell me what it looks like. Okay, so um, Constantina throws out her hand um, and this kind of, I would say it's like almost like a red kind of like bolt almost, but just kind of like enraptures or like encircles him. Okay. And it kind of, it's not visible. I mean, it's only visible as it comes out of my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, he is uh, paralyzed uh, for one minute. So he's just rigid. But yeah. I don't so he's over. completely rigid and he, the guards will have your heads. The guards will have guards. Guards! Uh, guards! Um, and I start to play the violin. <laughs> <laughs> What's Should we maybe doing? go? Yeah, let's, let's like maybe go do something. Um, okay. <laughs> ah, la 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 la. Uh, um, 
just sing something to Peter Pan. Let's leave. I think okay. Yaro is like backing out of the yeah, room. Yeah, get doing. out of there. Yeah, Vasily, uh, are you yeah. also leaving? I really do want to shut him up. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. Just, like, walks over to you guys got 18 <laughs> seconds to get out. Uh, okay. Go, 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 go. Yeah, let's get out. Or try. Six rolls. You got a minute to get out. I think we're out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you go through, you run through the door, uh, you just like go across the bridge of the moat. (laughs) You do see some guards, uh, sort of like inclining their heads. Give me a performance or a deception to keep them from going in there. Oh boy. If you are singing, give me performance. If you are just. (laughs) I want to make those to Tina happy, so... Yeah, if you're just wandering through, give him deception. (laughs) And Juniper just be saying out loud, his magic is so powerful, we're nothing against it. He's so strong. (laughs) Yeah, if you want to do deception, then yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Alright. I got a seven on my singing, which feels about right. Cool. (laughs) I got a 26. That's my highest. Okay, that's performance. (laughs) Yep. That should carry Yarrow, Vasily. I got a 17 on deception. Okay. Juniper. I got a 9 on deception. That does not carry Juniper. Um, let oh, me no. see whether or not they're suspicious. We have three guards and that Seneschal. I'm sorry. <laughs> One of those guards does grab you by the arm, Juniper, and say, what happened? He's, he's really powerful, and he eats really sloppily. And he'll he'll start to jerk you towards the uh, towards the door. He's like, you you all aren't going anywhere. Oh, I quickly I would like to cast fog cloud centered on Juniper. Okay, do you got to roll anything? An action. Okay, go ahead and read out the description for me. Uh, you can read a twenty foot radius sphere of fog centered on a point within range. The sphere spreads around corners and areas heavily obscured. It lasts for the duration or until a wind of moderate or greater speed disperses it. Okay, now he has your his hand on your arm, Juniper. So I need you to give me a contested sure. athletics to break free. This is gonna go well. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> Ooh, seventeen. Yeah, he rolled a six. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so yeah, when the fog cloud just. What does your fog cloud look like, Vasily? Is it just a smoke bomb? Oh, yeah, it's totally just another, like, Hermes grenade. She just, like, pulls something out of her, like, a little grenade out of her jacket and throws it down the ground. That's probably how she learned how to do it. Like, a similar. She's like, Ooh, Juniper has broken free. And Vasily reaches through the fog so Juniper can see her hand. Okay. Pull her back towards them. Cool, cool. What's your plan now? Um, we need to go hide somewhere. Let's go back to the masked melody. We can hide there. We need okay. to go searching. And Juniper's just like, this is why we don't come to town. Uh, yeah, we we needed to get supplies, but I, I don't know if that's a good idea now. How much trouble are we, how do, uh, how do laws work? Is this, is this a problem? I mean, is this a thing of, like, if you just kill the apex predator, then you're good? I don't know. I mean, I don't really know, like, who, you know, what the, who's in charge here other than the Maester Singer, so I don't really know, like, if, who else, you know, would come after us, but... Probably leave this place. Are you standing there talking? Uh, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> no, we should go. I'm just checking. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were, at least I, I thought we were moving, but. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. No, well, yeah, I, I just, we moving too. <laughs> I just wanted to remind you that the situation is. What <laughs> fucked up? Okay. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> are you, are you running back to the masked melody or what's going on? That's where I'm going. 
because I don't really know where else to go. Yeah, same. <laughs> we should probably run maybe around the block and then maybe slow to a cool, like, everything's fine, okay. walking through the streets. All right. As the DM, I'm going to choose to impart, like, some additional information to you. Number one, he knows who Bartolt is now. Number two, you are a Vistani on the run, and you're going to run to a Vistani-owned business. <laughs> if that changes your plans at all, let me know. Otherwise, we're going back to the Mass Melody. To come to the wilds with us, we can go to the hide in the trees. We're very good at that. We can definitely keep you hidden. I was going to suggest that old house, and we can go in the tunnel. Constantina, you know that the tunnel does lead to the forest. Oh, and it goes out to the forest. Okay, actually, so let's go there. And we'll, I don't know if our friends have been to the creepy house. Uh, no, no idea, but I'm excited to see it. <laughs> You're <laughs> just excited. I'm so excited for it. So, as you're running from the Meistersinger's Tower, which is this giant one in the very center of town, I'm going to need you to give me survival to get there without being seen by the guards. Give me some survival rolls. Tell me if your DC is under 15. I'm under. Oh, I'm over. I am over. Vasily, you are seen by a guard. And there is a, a guard that lowers his uh, halberd at you. And he's a witch! Um, I want to cast I want to cast minor illusion I think on myself I guess I want to make a sound behind him that's another guard calling over here okay absolutely um what what's his check that he has to make it's just cast at will so I don't see that a check needs to be made for that is it meant to fool him yes I'm just trying to trick him to look to turn his head so that way I can continue going. okay contested uh deception roll against his insight Cool, 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 cool. Hey, 19. Got a 13 because I am rolling like garbage. But yeah, he got a 13. <laughs> and he doesn't get anything for wisdom. Oh, so he friend. he does lower his halberd at you. And then he hears a uh, a guard call his name. And uh, he hears the sound. Or do you hear it or he just hears it? Does anyone else hear it? Or is it just him? Um, I think everyone can hear it. It's a, it's just a sound, so it doesn't say like one person can hear it. Okay, so, so yeah, you hear you hear somebody yell Kristoff, and then he turns his head, and uh, oh, that should give you enough time to get away. Good luck, Kristoff. I think at this point, Yaro seeing that close call is going to pull Vasily. She's going to grab your arm here and go. We need to be very quiet. Stay close to me. And she's going to go and she's going to pat, uh, take some earth like from her pockets mm-hmm. and sprinkle it behind her on the path they came from and cast Pass Without Trace. Oh, very nice. Very nice. So that will add plus 10 to your stealth rolls. Yes. And that's For an everybody. hour, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. As long okay. as they stay within 30 feet of me. Oh, yes. Absolutely. So you're going to stealth through the rest of town. I need one more as you pass into the main loop. Are you going through the marketplace or are you going through residential? Uh, I think we should be residential. Mm-hmm. Okay. Less eyes. Absolutely. Give me a stealth roll. Let me know, since you have Pass Without Trace, let me know what your DC is. I will not tell you what the difficulty is. 25. Mm-hmm. Add 10. I did. Okay. 
Uh, I saw I saw actually say switch goes and I was like mm. <laughs> I critted. Oh nice no. <laughs> Constantina, yeah. you're a leaf on the wind. <laughs> Twenty six, I think we're Yeah. Twenty eight. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, you guys you guys all make it. Um you're you're able able to pass out of the loop and towards the uh southern ward and Guards just run past you. You already see that they are approaching the masked melody where about 15 commoners and uh, Bertolt are waiting at the entrance of the masked melody. And they start to push their way through the crowd. And you can see that there's like some resistances. What, what are you doing? You know, type of thing. Are you still going to the masked melody or are you going to the abandoned house? I think we need to stay on track to go to the abandoned house. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we can get a message to Bertolt somehow later that we'll meet him on the road. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So as you approach this abandoned house, uh, Vasily and Constantina, it takes you no trouble at all to point it out. It's the only house that is twice as wide as the rest of the houses on this red bricked road. Um, Yarrow, this is the biggest house you've seen in a while besides the manor. But like the manor, it's also in a form of disrepair with the windows boarded over and everything. Juniper and Yarrow, make me some perception checks. Use your advantage. Ah, that'll be a natural 20. So we got advantage on the roll? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are using one of your senses that gives you advantage. 23. It smells like wolves here. I think uh, Yara involuntarily snarls. Yeah, it smells like wolves and undead. What is this place? It looked so pretty. What is this place, Vasily and Constantina? Um, you know, our weird friends friend lived in the basement but he doesn't anymore so it's fine he moved out recently there's also there's some other smell here there's fresh blood not human not wolf it's got a tinge of infernal like brimstone there's a an ichor here there's some kind of what is that it's like a there's nothing you can compare it to. It's something otherworldly that you've never smelled before. Uh, are you sure we should be going inside here? This is... Uh, it smells awful. Juniper's getting out her bow and just knocking an arrow. Oh, I mean, that's probably a good idea. We were here... Um, gosh, was that only yesterday? <laughs> Time is crazy here. Um, and we only really found one maybe a monster i mean it's a little we're a little divided on if that was actually a threat or not um so i think we're probably okay we didn't really see anything else when we were in there um it also leads there's a tunnel out into the forest so we don't even really need to stay inside the actual house very long we just want to continue into the wild i think yara is going to look at juniper um like questioningly to like if we should go how far away are the is the tree line like for us to get to the wild without having to go through the tunnel? Uh, you know that behind this area there is a state a steep cliffside that goes about twenty feet up. You'd have to climb this the cliff to go into the forest. Not an issue for Juniper and Yarrow, but probably our new friends. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Yarrow's just waiting for you to make the call, Juniper. Let's do this. Stay close. Okay. Stay ready. What's okay. our marching order? No reason. <laughs> I mean, I I think Yara would walk in front. Okay. Right. Um, she, and she goes into, like, mode where it's very clear that she's done this before. What does that look like, Yaro? 
think she she literally crouches a little bit more and just kind of gets ready and moves her shoulders forward. Something about her yeah. becomes just a little more beast-like. The sort of Tomb she, Raider stance. Yeah, she like prowls ahead. Mm. Okay, who's I think next? Jupiter would take up the back. Okay. Protect everyone else in the middle and would have her back to the party as much as possible, All keeping right. an eye out just to really watch their six. Okay, yeah. Classic AC sandwich. I get it. <laughs> Who's in the or middle? Jelly. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> we got you. So, Yarrow, uh, uh, Juniper. Uh, I'll go after Yarrow. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say Vosley would be close to the back. Perfect. All right. Who's going to kick in the door? Or gently open it? Uh, I guess since I'm in the front, I will gently open it if okay. I can. Yarrow, when you open this door, there's a thick scent of copper, but not copper metal. It's like, what is it? Blood. It's blood everywhere. And you peek your head inside and you see a ritual circle has been sketched onto the ground. And as the... Are you entering? Uh, Yes, I will move forward. Okay. And as you enter, and each person enters after you... Vasily, you recognize the sigils on this circle as in eternal order. Mercy has been here. Yeah, I was about to say it's it's fine. It's fine. This is this was mercy. This is mercy. our friend. She What's does some weird stuff sometimes. It's this fine. is mercy circle. Vasily, give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, that is a fourteen. This is mercy's blood. <laughs> I hate it. Um, Vasily, how would she know that? Would she like smell it or <laughs> like? You can you can smell the infernal tinge. <clears throat> so she's like, she comes in, she's just like instant relief, like, oh, this is all it is. It's mercy. It's fine. And then she just like stops. She's just like, this is this is not good. And she starts <laughs> moving quickly around the room, looking. Okay, you can see a trail of blood. I follow it. Just it's like down I the just tunnel. For it. Yeah, I'd be lying for it. I think Yara is going to try and run after you to be like, okay. no, you can't go alone. Anyone else? Yeah, Juniper's going. Oh, real quick, though, Juniper's looking at like how, how much blood is this? Is it like enough to have severely injured a person, or more like bad cut blood? Give me a investigation. Give me an investigation because you are a ranger with advantage because you can tell. When an animal has been struck? Uh, 19. This is not enough to kill a person. Okay. And in fact, as you examine the splatters on the ground with that 19, you don't think it was from any vital part of a body. Probably wouldn't say that yet, but then just making note of that. Yeah. yeah. It is not the the enormous gush or geyser that a torso wound would give. Or there's no spray from a neck. It looks like blood that was spilled and, like, kind of dripped and poured onto the ground, just judging from the splatter. And so this trail of blood from being dragged is not several gallons of blood that have been smushed across the floor. (laughs) It's just a trail of blood. Uh, But they were dragged. Uh, I think while I'm moving uh, close behind Vasily, I'm like, um, okay, so I know we're supposed to help you and everything, but this place is terrible, and your friends clearly do dark magic, and I don't... Vasily, like, literally, like, you talked about you being more animal-like. She's, like, 
very demon-like at this moment, very hunched, and she like whips around and she's like, shut up. And she just keeps moving. Mm, I make a growling sound, but I will continue to move after you. The tunnel is about 70 feet in length, and it runs through the center of this cliff. It is very dark, it is very wide, and it is very high, and it stinks of the blood of wolves. At one point, Juniper and Yarrow, you're almost overwhelmed with this acrid scent in the back of your mouths of, did a wolf die here yesterday? It stinks of the presence of their disgusting fur. Just, oh, their sweat, their fear just coats the walls. It's disgusting here. And then suddenly, clean air, bright sun fresh outdoors and that wolf stink is gone <sighs> okay uh, i think i think yar yeah puts her hands to her head and sort of shakes it away and just is gulping in air and juniper will put a hand on your shoulders kind of or kind of squeeze and okay bye okay. i'm glad we're out of there yeah all right you come out in the midst of a forest in a, a beautiful mid-morning forest and the trees are covered in these jewel toned green leaves you can hear birds you can hear animals in the underbrush and you can see a trail of blood yeah Bosley's like frantically following it you're following it beneath these low hanging boughs of these trees and you can hear animals in the distance as they skitter out of your path almost as though they can sense this feral furiousness that is coming off of you in a wave in a cloud and you're pushing branches out of your way and there she is there's your mercy in her red dress in her white skin that beautiful glossy hair she looks so perfect there laying across Vargas's lap and he looks up and he has this black liquid staining down from his eyes and his hairline and his mouth and he smiles at you so slowly I didn't think you'd come she said you'd come she said you'd come and Mercy rolls over and turns her head to you with her own blood staining her face Fossily you always have my back. She closes her eyes and a little black book falls out of her hand. And that's where we'll leave off for tonight.
Thank you for listening to Tales from the Mists. If you enjoyed what you heard, find more at talesfromthemists.com or at MistTalesDnd on Twitter, where you'll also find links to our Discord community, blog, and much more. Tales from the Mists returns to twitch.tv slash dnd every Friday night at 6 p.m. Pacific time, beginning August 9th, 2019. Sleep well, Mistwalkers.